Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Alison, a separation and divorce coach, helping women with older and adult children rebuild after long-term relationships. Alison shares the emotional challenges associated with moving on from long-term marriage, especially with decluttering, packing, moving, and tips for looking after yourself during this time to make the process easier. This interview is a video recording that you can watch on YouTube. Let's jump into this Simply Happy guest conversation. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. So today on Simply Happy Podcast, I have with me Alice McDonalds. She's a divorce and separation coach, and she's helping women to rebuild their lives after a long-term relationship. These women generally have adult children or older children. So welcome, Alice. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, thank you for making the time because I know that you're on the other side of Australia to me, so it's 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 harder to navigate those time time things as well, isn't it? So maybe start and tell us a little bit about yourself and the things that you like to do in your free time. In my free time, you know, every day I actually, (laughs) I sound pretty boring, but you know, my free time is I love to start my day by walking to the coffee shop and I love it if it's a sunny day um, because then I can take my dog and we walk over to the coffee shop and sit and have a coffee and read a book. Um, Reading books is actually just one of my highlights. I could, if I could get paid a million dollars or, or, you know, a, a significant amount of money for just reading books and only ones that I like, I'd be happy. <laughs> and do you prefer fiction or non-fiction type of books or a bit of both? I like both. I quite like um, personal development and um uh, yeah, non-fiction books in that kind of arena. But when I'm going to sleep, I love a good historical fiction book. But actually, at the moment, I'm reading one called The Tudors in Love, which is actually all about the Tudor family of England and all the kings oh. and queens of many years ago. And it's actually not fiction. It's actually history. But you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I get up to. Oh, it'd so be amazing. It'd be really interesting. So it occurs like fiction, yeah, and I feel like yeah. I'm doing something smart by downloading some history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's such a beautiful practice yes I could do that if that was a full-time job just reading and um, chilling reading drinking a coffee and just sharing the books that I've uh, read that would mm-hmm. be a great job wouldn't it be um, amazing <laughs> so tell us about your business and how how it started and why why you started the business in the first place well, it's generally a long story to get to where I That's am right. today, <laughs> but the simple version is, you know, my background is in psychology. I've done a lot of coaching before in uh, self-expression and leadership and that sort of thing. Um, post-divorce myself, I was like, well, what am I going to do with myself? Um, I studied financial planning for a while uh, inside of, you know, helping women you know, look after their finances to achieve the goals that they want in life. And then I looked at the lifestyle elements of that. I'm like, I'm not sure that I really want to do that. And that's not where my passion lies as much. And so I stepped into life coaching. And so I specialise in this particular area to make it easier for people fundamentally. As you mentioned before, so most of the women I work with are around 50, give or take a bit. Um, They have older teens or adult kids. And so they're not only... um, presented with you know I don't have my marriage that I always imagine 
beyond going forward and, you know, life beyond kids going forward with my husband that might be travel and so on and so on. Um, but also now my kids are not under my feet anymore. Mm. Uh, what do I do with myself now? What's my purpose in life? I've spent the last 20 to 30 years, um, you know, looking after my family what do I want to do? I don't even know what I want anymore. Um, and it's a really complicated process in terms of emotionally looking after yourself, but also the, um, you know, the complexities of legal stuff and other practical elements, right? So um, I started in this space to make it easier for people because I know how hard it was for myself and to have somebody who is not involved, who's independent <laughs> mm, yeah. and can think because a lot of the time in this space you just can't, your brain goes out the window, um, I think is just a blessing and I wish I'd had somebody like me to bring it all through, to be honest. Well, isn't that what they say? You practice what you wish, you what you needed, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> I brought all the I brought it all together for myself using different people and resources, but it yeah. was a lot of hard work, and so my plan is to make that a lot easier for people. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. beautiful. And did you find it's the people you attract are people who have been separated for a long period of time before they come to you, or it's pretty much straight after that's happened? Yeah, it's a, a really interesting thing. So I get a bit of. There's three different areas. So one of yep. the places that people often come to me at, and I was quite surprised with this in the beginning, is where they're considering separating with their partner but they're not really quite sure how to go about having a conversation or what to do about that. And really interestingly, a lot of people who have found out that their husband's having an affair um, or something like that's come up. And like, Again, I really love my husband. I've been with him for 25 to 30 years. I don't want to get rid of my marriage you know, how do I go about mm. having a conversation in a loving way? Um, and some of the beautiful things that I love about this particular conversation is very often we're able to save a marriage, which is beautiful mm. by, you know, having some really structured conversations from a place of love. So sometimes that's where people come to me. Sometimes it's like we've just made the decision whether it's, um, you know, the husband has come and said, look, I don't want to be married anymore or it goes the other way or sometimes it's an amicable split um, and they're like, I don't know where to start, <laughs> you know, it's all overwhelming. Um, where do I start with the legal stuff? Do I stay at mm -hmm. home in the family home? What do we do with our kids? Like it's just too much. Um, and the other place that's quite common for women to come to me is when it's like 18 to two months down the track after the separation's all complete and they're like, I just can't find my feet in anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, like I know that I want to have this amazing future going forward but I keep getting stuck. Um, you know, I'm working with a lady right now and she's, a writer and a poet and she's got books out and she's got great dreams. She says, some days I just can't get out of bed. Like I'm really struggling to let go of my relationship. Um, and that was a very amicable split. It's what she wants. Um, but trying to get herself on her mm -hmm. feet and trying to stay positive in those moments of grief and moving forward and loving herself during that space. So three different places. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And I love that, what you were saying, though, that whole process of grief. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, even though she's come from a place where she wanted the the separation and knows it's going to benefit in the long run, but you've still got that period to grieve, which I'm sure having your psychology background definitely would be helpful in a coaching area. Yeah, I think it does. So I'm, I'm not a psychologist per se, but it definitely makes a difference yeah. in understanding the human um, psyche. But I think also just having gone through it, 
definitely. <laughs> makes the biggest thing. And, you know, people don't, people don't you know, I think because divorce is so common these days, which is incredibly sad, that people go, oh, they're just getting divorced. It's, it's not like someone died. But mm-hmm. sometimes it feels worse than like somebody's died, right? So you no longer have that person in your life. You no longer have the future that you were looking forward to. You no longer have the family that you were looking forward to. All your dreams that you had have now disappeared and you don't have your best friend there to help you deal with it. Like the, the, the grief is just enormous, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. So then you just touched on it. What about the other emotional challenges that people face? And in particular, I suppose it's like, you know, focusing on organisation and decluttering. Mm. Like how about, yeah, that that whole part of it and letting go of the things that you've purchased together or, you know, that you've created together? I mean, even down to, you know, photo albums and there's so much. It's like such a huge can of worms really, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, especially when you start digging through those cupboards that you haven't opened for years. (laughs) Um, You know, it's one of those things where you just have to do a little bit at a time Uh, and it can be incredibly overwhelming and you often don't have the strength to deal with, you know, big things. But you can deal with big things a little bit at a time Um, and often what I recommend with the people that I work with is, you know what? Just do one thing a day. And if that's all you do, you know that you're making progress towards it. You'll feel better about yourself because it's not this big overwhelming loom thing that, you know, oh, shit, I've got so, oh, sorry, I've got so much stuff to do. Um, but it's just too overwhelming. I can't think about it. But if I know that I'm making progress towards it each day and it's being chipped away at, that makes a big difference. Um, so, you know, you might just do one cupboard a day or you might just do one drawer a day. But in reference to what you're talking about with the emotional side of it, this is something that people really underestimate. Mm. <laughs> Healing emotionally, especially while you're grieving, is really, it uses so much energy, right? And when you're going through old memories and you pull them out, sometimes just moving them to the side and bringing that memory up again uses energy up. And so, one of the things that I recommend that people are really conscious of when they're doing, you know, um, clearing out their stuff is that they remember that this is a really emotionally charged process and to remember to rest, you know, because Mm. we might think, oh, you know, it's just clearing out a cupboard, but it's not just clearing out a cupboard. It is bringing up all of those memories. And we talked about that grief before. It's like it's bringing up all those memories. Oh, that's lost too. You know, I don't have that to share with that person anymore. And sometimes I don't know what to do with this thing, as you mentioned, you know, that we bought together when we went away to Rome, you know, for example, example, right? Um, You know, why don't we still have that love that we had before? Um, But photo albums are really challenging. Um, I I certainly found that for myself. (laughs) Yeah. But I think the other thing is you have to be really gentle with yourself and not feel any pressure to get rid of anything. Yeah. There's because, no I mean, pressure. even making a decision, the clients I work with, mm. making decisions on what we're going to do without even that side of it is really difficult. So adding that extra, you know, layer, yeah, I could imagine how exhausted because that's one of the things that I'm always making clients aware of. You're going to feel really exhausted this afternoon or tonight mm. because you've made a lot of decisions. You've put a lot of pressure on your brain and they're like, oh, no, but you're doing all the work. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just moving stuff around and making homes. I'm not doing the decision-making. You're doing all of that. 
Yeah, and that's where going back to what I said before, which is just do one bit a day. Mm, Don't go, you know, especially if you've got a looming house sale coming up, which is often the the stage that people are in when they're going through a separation force. At some point, you're likely to have to do that or or move, right? Um, And that can be, you know, there's so much more to even add in there when you add in a move. Um, But just chipping away at it over time means that you can do a little bit rest, care for yourself, do it a bit the next day. And it does get easier and easier. Um, but also for those things that you're not ready to move on yet, don't move them on. You know, wait until you're emotionally ready. There's some things that I didn't move on for several years and then it got to the point where well, I'm, I'm okay to let go of those now. And did you have, did you box up some stuff that you just weren't ready to, you know, deal with at the time and then later when you felt the need? Or- yeah. One of the things that was challenging for me, and it's often something that comes up for a lot of people, is what do you do with your wedding photos? <laughs> you know, we've got these, you know, most people have a gorgeous album of wedding photos and I read different things about it on the internet and I'm like, do I hang on to them? I'm like, And then some people are like, no, you should keep them for your kids. And I'm quite a minimalist, right? Like I don't like to have stuff around that I'm not using or anything that holds bad energy for me. I yes. don't I don't want it around. Um, but I'm like, I don't feel great about the photos, but, you know, I, I it's still a, a like I still appreciated my marriage and I'd love to have some memories from it. So I kept a handful of them um, specifically because I would love my children to have them at some point in time if, you know, if they want them. I didn't want to get rid of all of them. And then I passed them, sent them on to my um, ex-husband and he can do whatever he wants if he wants to keep them. Yeah. Or, yeah. But it took me, it took me quite some time. I think those, that, box moved around several places before I was ready to get rid of it but before that I wasn't yeah Um, and I think you know just it's really important that you be really kind to yourself in this space and if you're not ready to let something go to just hang on to it until you are ready but if it is holding something really negative for you you shouldn't hang on to it yeah that's a that's a great tip around waiting and when you feel the that you've got the time the energy and the emotional capability to do it is to then tackle it rather than pushing yourself so what's some tips around looking after yourself when when during this time the first one is feed yourself well it's really about going back to the basics and we all know the things that we need to do to look after ourselves well as human beings eat well exercise catch up with friends which can like Mm, and I say that like it's easy right but at the same time actually no it's not when you don't want to see people you can't be bothered going to the shops Um, you've got to look at different ways to be able to do that. So one of the things um, that I encourage people to do is, you know, get a cleaner in, you know, so that you're not coming into your house and feeling, oh, my goodness, there's just so much that I need to do that's filthy, whatever. Get a cleaner in. Get a meal delivery service. If you know that you're not going to look after yourself nutritionally, get a meal delivery service. Um, Anything that you can outsource to make yourself, make your life easier, highly recommend um in terms of you know looking after yourself going out into the sun going for a walk you know when everything when any time anything feels overwhelming it's time to stop down tools at whatever you're doing and just go and do something that is replenishing whether it's sitting and having a cup of tea um you know sometimes even now when I'm a bit overwhelmed with things I'm like you know what I need to do right now is I need to take that walk that we talked before and go to the coffee shop with my dog Mm -hmm. and just sit there read my book for half an hour and then come back recharged and it's different for everybody yeah yeah because I'm sure there's people who just saying get absorbed by their work and and throw themselves in their work to you know drown out everything else that's around them but I suppose it's that 
recognizing those emotions, isn't it? And just sitting with them. The awareness, isn't it, around what you're feeling rather than just numbing or getting rid of them, pushing them aside, isn't it? And well, like, you can do that, but it's going to come back. Yeah, it's going to come back. Come like out, you, yeah. if you're numbing it and you're yeah. just pushing it aside, it's going to come back. What you yeah. need to do during this space is be really kind and gentle with yourself and know that your capacity is going to be reduced. It yeah. just is. I mean, even cognitively, we know that it reduces your capacity to be able to do things and think about things. And I, I'm, and I don't know if there's this is an actual, you know, certified fact. Someone told me once that you lose 25% of your cognitive ability wow. during this time because you're under a lot of stress and emotional um, mm. distress as well. So, you know, you just have to be really kind to yourself and just know that your capacity is reduced and just to do things bite-sized at a time when you're ready and ask for help when yeah. you're getting stuck and before you're even getting stuck sometimes, Right. Yeah, because we're not good at, some people, we're not good at um, asking for help, are we? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and especially, you know, us women who have been around for mm. a while and we've been used to running everything for everyone else, you know, <laughs> we can do stuff. Yes, yeah, we yeah. can, but we don't need to do it at our own expense. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that and the tip about um, outsourcing, I think are huge, valuable tips for people to take away from, from our conversation. Well, thank you, Alice, so much for your time and for sharing your information about what you do, as well as the, those tips as well. How can people connect with you? Super easy. Um, easiest way is to go to my website, which is alicemcdonald.com. So it's an MC for McDonald. And that'll give you links to my Instagram and Facebook as well. And so do you offer, so it's made, it's coaching and it's online. So anyone anywhere in the world can access you anywhere any anyone anywhere in the world so i've had people from hong kong the usa china the other side of australia and perth so yeah anywhere at oh all. beautiful that's fantastic isn't that the best thing about our online world now it sure is we wouldn't be having this conversation otherwise no, right? true. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much alice for your time super welcome bye-bye Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time. (music) 